What's going on, everybody? This is Nick with Vantage Point Podcast. I want to welcome you guys back. Uh, this is going to be week three of the series we've been in in December called Perspectives, and we're just a few days away from Christmas. So hopefully you all are getting some rest, preparing uh, for this awesome holiday. I know it's been a crazy year. Um, if you've been with us the last couple of weeks, this is exactly what we're talking about in Perspectives. We're trying to unlock and uncover uh, what perspectives can we walk out of 2020 with and into 2021. And so these first two weeks, we had some amazing guests. And so week three is going to be no different. Uh, but before we jump in and let me, before I introduce him, uh, I just want to again, remind whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, make sure you um, subscribe, get connected with us so you get alerts when new episodes drop. Um, but again, just thank y'all again for being with us. It's been an amazing run for uh, Vantage Point in 2020. Um, but like I said, um, perspectives is something that that has been so key uh, this year. Uh, and, and I wanted to really bring guests that can really give some deep perspective about this year, people that I've been watching and, and know personally and have seen just God move in their life and just see what they're doing, even in the midst of pandemic and everything going on. So the man I'm bringing to you guys right now, um, good friend of mine, I've met him actually at Transformation Church, uh, and this is Kyle Sullivan. So I'm going to give him the floor and I'm going to let him introduce himself and we're going to jump into this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Nick, thank you so much for having me on. And the moment you started recording, I was like, man, he got like a radio voice. Like the, your your podcast voice is just incredible. Um, but man, I'm super excited to be on here and love what you're doing. Um, love being able to uh, listen along and now honored to to be on here. Thank you. Thank you. Man, well, we, like I said, man, so, um, and, and Kyle, real quick, before we, we jump into that, just let the people know, like, what do you do, man? What do you do? What is your, your gift, man? Because yeah. I know it's yeah, a big one, man, so go for it. <laughs> yeah, so I've, uh, the last 11 years, um, and we'll get into this as, you know, talk about perspective for the year, but the last 11 years, I was a pastor at, um, as you mentioned, Transformation Church, where we met, and then other churches um, in the Tulsa area over the last 11 years. And now I own my own coaching business, um, calling it Mindset Coaching, and I still work with churches on a uh, client basis, uh, helping them overcome you know, volunteer engagement and, and um, uh, team development, guest experience stuff. But it's uh, it's been really incredible. I have a wife that is amazing. Uh, we've been married seven and a half years, and we got a little girl that turned one in October. And um, so much of perspective came from my family, and I know we'll dive into that. So yeah, I'll give man. a little teaser for the a people. Bit, just, just a little bit, just a little bit, man. So just like you said, man, so let's 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 jump into 2020. We've been, you know, uh, treading water all year, so to speak, I think is what some people could uh, call this year. But man, just, and I've asked this question of every guest this series, but if you could sum up 2020 in three words, and if you can, I know that's, that's a little, little challenging to do this, especially this year. Um, but I'll, I'll joke and say one word, it can't be COVID, can't say pandemic and can't say politics. Like it can't be none of those, okay. but okay. if you could sum it up in three words, what would it, what would those words be and why? Yeah. So I would say acknowledge, access and adapt. So acknowledge that every single person on planet earth has been affected by any number of the things that have happened this year. It's not just 
Um, it's not just a virus. It's not just politics. It's not just um, division. It's not just injustice. It's not just it. Like th this year is where we have all been connected by being every, no, nobody has come away from 2020 unscathed. So we have to just acknowledge that people are hurting people sure. um, yeah. are, are confused. Others have been exposed to things that never even thought about before. So we have to acknowledge that we have all, um, we've all had our perspective challenged this year. Yeah, totally. To say yeah, that. Yeah, man. Then we have to assess where our role is in moving forward because we will move forward. We, where, do, where is our part to play? Where is, yeah. um, you know, so much of the conversations I have with clients and even just friends is like, okay, yes, 2020 has happened, is happening. Yeah. Uh, but where's our part to play in helping others um, come out of a dark place or um, be able to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves or whatever the case may be. We have to acknowledge that it's happening, uh, assess where our part to play is, and then adapt. And that's just going, okay, this has happened to me. I see where I can do it. And then having the boldness to actually take a step and um, and push into whatever that is that we're called to do. Yeah, man, and and I, and I appreciate that perspective because and that's what I've enjoyed about this series. Everybody, it's it's a different perspective. Every guest we have, and but the one thing I can say is, is there's there's this kind of anticipation, encouragement with every episode yeah. we've had. And so, man, when when you think about your journey in 2020. You think about, you know, here's here's Kyle's view of 2020, right? We got your words for the year and why you yeah. feel that way. But what, you know, you could share however you want to, man, about just your journey in 2020. And what did that look like, yeah. Kyle? Oh, man. So um, 2020, like all of us, like every new year, we, we're filled with excitement and anticipation and all of this stuff. And um, you know, I was like where we met, I was on staff at an amazing church, uh, transformation church, doing something I loved with people I loved, uh, even more, you know, and, um, then everything gets shut down. And for me, um, kind of before a little bit of 2020, but our daughter was born, like I said, in October of last year. Mm -hmm. And for me, that shifted so much first time parent with a little girl, um, and I just started thinking of legacy differently. I started thinking about memories differently. I started thinking about what, like, more so than what my mark on the world was going to be. And what is my mark on my family? On, and, and so coming into 2020, I was like, this is going to be the year. Like, you know, she's born in October of last year. So like, man, we're going to get to see all these things and see her develop and grow in her first year of life. And then March happened and yeah. Well, we got to see all the moments because we weren't going nowhere. <laughs> right, right. And, but for me, able to see her go from just wherever we placed her, that's where she sat, <laughs> to uh, sitting up, to standing up, to the Frankenstein walk, to the walk, to the, to the run now. And so much of this year has been about um, thinking legacy, thinking what do I want my impact to be on my family and on the world. 
And it actually led me to stepping away from a place I loved and a career I loved and a, and a calling, um, or I'd say rather an assignment that I had to step into the next assignment of my calling. And that's leaving vocational ministry after 11 years as a pastor to launch my own business in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And so I would say I am closer to God than ever before. My prayer life has got to be on point. All, like all so much of this is like this year has will go down as one of the best for our family. Wow. Yeah. And I know that not everybody can say that. Yeah. I'm not naive to think like, well, you just got to you just got to say it. Like, I think there's a piece to that, but like for us and the perspective we have of this year is, yeah, it's been hard. Yeah. We've had to, uh, you know, make changes and adapt and assess and acknowledge all those things. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just been an inconvenient year, but it hasn't been a bad year. It's been a really good year. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, for everything, and this is the one reason I wanted to have guests on for this series, because I think what people need now, like, they need some encouragement, you know what I'm saying? Like, they need to hear some good news, they need to hear stories of of victory and overcoming, because that's, to me, that, again, the word of our testimony, right? That's how we're, that's how we, we build up and we grow from that. And we, we, we get fired up and ignited when we hear people winning, like we we can, we can stay in our moment, you know what I'm saying? And we can, we can sulk and we can be there because I mean, we've all, I think at some point in 2020 had a sulk moment where we were just like, 100%. What is going on? I can't do anything. I have to stay like these four balls is, uh, that's all I'm seeing for three months, four months, five months depending on the part of the country you were in, you still right. might you be. You still just say that, yeah. You know? And so when when you think about that experience, man, and, and like you said it, like 2020, everybody, you go back to January, you could pull every church sermon from January, every church graphic from January. It was vision, clarity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, seeing brand new i mean it wasn't just a new year it was a new decade i mean it it was all of these things man and and so when you think about this year and everything that's happened this year the good the bad and the ugly not just for kyle but for the world like does that does that mindset still hold true because i feel like some people have thrown that whole thing away but and and i've said it before like if, if you're thinking about like, here's 2020 it's December, I'm washing my hands and I'm throwing it away. Like, you missed okay, it. you're throwing away the year, but you threw away that blessing. You threw away that lesson. You threw away that next thing God has for you. But, you know, kind of help people, man, when you think about that, why should they hold on to the thought that 2020 truly was the year of vision and clarity? Why should they hold on to that? Gosh, man, because I think, I think if you throw away any year, but especially like if you try to throw away any experience or circumstance or situation, yeah, you will miss out on the lessons from that. I will say that though we have had, like you said, the good, bad, the ugly, and anybody listening can go, yep, yep, and 
Absolutely. I know that I have had conversations with people that I would not have normally had to gain perspective that I never thought I needed. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good. Like I, I would say that I have gotten a vision. I would say that I have gotten, you know, clarity around things that I would have never even considered that I needed to have clarity on. Yeah. And I definitely see things differently in a way of like, man, what happens when people stand up? What happens when people like, and again, it's, it's, there's been things that are divisive. There's things that have brought people together. And I would say, does this hold true? Absolutely. And to say, you know, to go to scripture, like God works all things together for those who love him and are called according to his yes, purpose. Sir. Yes, sir. All things, not the things that make us feel warm, fuzzy, and like a Hallmark movie inside. Yeah, yeah. All things. And so to say, I want, again, I loved what you said, like to say you want to throw away a season of life. Well, then you want to throw away the lesson. Yeah. And I don't, I don't ever, you know, I was, I got the opportunity to speak at a, at a church conference and it was all digital, virtual, you know, given the year. Mm -hmm. And the thing that people said uh, impacted them the most was I, I, I go on this little rant of going, people say, I can't wait till it gets back to normal. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Normal, normal died. Yeah. Like normal died in February. And if you keep trying to go back, then you'll miss what you have right now and what God wants to do in the future. Come on. Yes, because sir. I know for us, like I've met more of my neighbors Yeah. before because like for me, I remember as a kid and this may be getting a, a ahead of, you know, but like as a kid, Man, people were sitting out on their, you know, in their front lawns or their porches. Now, I grew up in a small town in Louisiana, like kids riding their bike. I was one of those kids riding my bike down the street. Oh, hey, Mr. Wilson. Hey, Mr. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, then that, none of that was happening until this year. Yeah. Like my wife and little girl, we put her in the stroller. We're walking around the sidewalks and, oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, like that wasn't yeah. happening in January. That wouldn't happen. So there's some pieces of this yeah. that actually is a good thing that we shouldn't throw away. Yeah. So I know, man, and 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 you you bring up some good points because like all of the all of the luxuries we had, we'll call it those, were all stripped away, right? We couldn't go to the movies, you couldn't I mean, at one point you really couldn't go out to eat anywhere other than to pick it up right. or go through a drive through. Right. Um, and even when you could go now, you know, it's it just, it feels different, right? Every other table yep. is marked off or you got, oh, yeah. you know, you're wearing your mask all the way to the table and leave it depending mm-hmm. on where you are. And it, it's this, you know, like you said, it's not a normal we're going back to. It, it's something new we're going back to. And yep. I know, and, and I want to parlay that into a, in, into a topic that I know, is 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 near to your heart which is churches and this this crazy statistic that i read during covid and it basically said one in five churches so one so every one out of every five churches 20 percent of churches in the united states will not reopen because of covid 
And when you think about, you know, again, to your point, people want to go back to normal. Well, for one out of five churches, they can't, they, they won't, they, they, you know, their ministry didn't survive COVID. And so when you think about things like that, and when you think about the church as a collective body, the kingdom of God on earth, what does the church look like post COVID versus what it looked like pre COVID? Yeah. Well, I, um, man, offline, you're gonna have to send me that. Uh, I, <laughs> I got honestly, you. I got a, honestly, I got a pit in my stomach thinking about 20% of churches closing. Yeah. Like, gosh, because of what it means for those communities of people. Yeah. And so I think, I think that what I do believe is that there are some trends that are being forced to happen now that mm-hmm. probably would have been five, 10 years from now. The, the importance of digital. Oh yeah. Um, the, the importance of a digital presence, the, um, the, the onsite getting, or, you know, the online getting just as much attention and intentionality than the on, uh, the onsite. Yes. So I think some of those things, what I think that how the church will look different is there will no longer, is it enough to, to rest on people coming just because you have your doors open and, um, you have your service times posted. Yeah. I'll tell a personal story through all of this, you know, in the midst of all of this, you know, stepping off the team, starting our own, you know, my own business. I, I even got, I've kind of dubbed it and I don't mean to, to make light of it, but it's like Christianity on demand. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a point where my wife and I, we were watching, we're watching Stephen Furtick. We were watching Craig Rochelle. We were watching, you know, Mike Tide. And that was all before like two o'clock. Yeah. And so now it's like the sermon, and this is, this is going to be a shock. And, and pastors, preachers are going to have to sit with this. Your worship team and your sermon no longer going to get people in the building. Yeah. And and this is where about you know probably half your church uh, staff audience is going to go. Well, that was fun. Click next. But yes, yes, come on back with them. Get them. But for those that are sticking with me, it's going to have to be relationships yep. that get people to come back. It's going to have to be a a resurgence of evangelism, like for the for the, and it's it's just evangelism of the people that you already had. Yeah. We're not, I'm not even talking about like, you know, you know, going out and, and, and getting lost and doing crusades and, you know, like, I'm just saying like, you just got to get the people that were, that were gone to come back. And that happens through relationships, not through your service programming. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you, you touch on a couple of points. And I think the first one is when it comes to technology, like that, I feel like, I mean, I just remember um, I'm in a couple of like Facebook groups for churches, creative things like Mm -hmm. that. And the scramble to get, Hey, I need to know how to do this. I need to know how to do this. I never did this before. I've never done this. 
because now we're trying to literally and it's and it's kind of a funny thing to think about because we've always the church has always said it to a degree i want to meet people where they're at we've always right. said that right yep but we were talking internally but uh, now right. we have to meet them outwardly physically <laughs> where they're at yep. which is at home on their TVs on their laptops on their phones and yep. and that's one of the things i i, I love about uh, like Transformation Church and Life Church and 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 even Elevation Church and Gateway Church in Texas is this yep. this this rally around technology. This rally around, you know, what we're gonna we're not gonna, um, and, and we know there's churches who are, they they just it, it's a slow turn pivot to technology. Yep. But the ones who make the quick pivot or who got ahead of that turn. Right. When you see things such as when, when something happens where they can't be right, because like you said, the, gone are those days where it's that it's that powerful preacher that gets you in there. It's that praise and worship team that get because I can go pull up the praise and worship team on Spotify or iHeartRadio. Right. I can get them at home. I can already I can get my worship on demand. I can get yep. my word on demand. But it's going to be that relationship. It's going to be that authenticity. It's going to be yep. the connection with people and not people who are like you. Right. It's got to be, it's got to be people because mm -hmm. I think that's the one thing when you think about, and you mentioned it, um, I can't remember if it was early in the episode or when we were getting ready to record, but we talked about division and yeah. this year has been, I mean, politically divided, whether you wear a mask or not divided, you know, right. um, and, and you talk about clarity of people and who we see, but I wonder, like, when you think about the church going forward and how we embrace the community and not the one we're in, but the community, everybody, every single person, whether they look like you, they, you know, have a different sexual orientation than you, like, those right. are still God's children. And yep. for the longest time, we've seen the church have a perspective about people who don't look like or sound like or sound like, yep. worship like or dress like. And now we start to see those walls coming down, but because even, you know, everybody's realized, I mean, this, this should have been the year you talked about prayer life. Like this is that year. Like if you didn't get close to God this year, like in some way, like if you went from praying once a month, now you pray twice a month, like that's closer to God. If you pray <laughs> right. once a week and now you pray every day, something you might do a breakfast, lunch, and dinner type of thing where right. you're praying three, four right. times a day, there should be some bridge in that relationship, right? And so again, when you think about that, like it, it's so just vital to have that rea that that reality check for churches to have that perspective, for leaders to have that perspective. Because yeah what I've learned and seen even with like transformation in other churches is, is the, the community people, like they are looking for relationship. They don't, yeah. let's be honest. If they're new to church, they don't know good preaching. They don't know good worship. They know real relationships. So yep. how can, you know, how we need to make sure we have that. And I think when you, so when you think about going into 2021, and, you know, you think about, I'm going to ask you a two-fold space because I know you're in two you, kind of multiple spheres here. So when you think about yeah. the church perspective, 
and then even the business, the leader perspective, yep. Yep. what does 2021 look like for them and what should they hold on to? And maybe not even stopping at 2021, but even beyond that, right? Five years, 10 years, yeah. 15 years yeah. from now. Um, because it may not be another pandemic that happens, but there may be another shift in something that, that transforms how we do what we do. And so what encouragement would you give them, uh, whether it's church leaders, business leaders, aspiring leaders in either field, what would Kyle, cause right. I know, I know it's in you. I know this, this is what you do. <laughs> yeah. So what, man, what right. does that sound like, man? Go and coach them up, man. Give them, go and coach them. <laughs> Well, I'd say really practically for the church uh, leaders is you've got to create pathways for engagement because engage, engagement is going to drive attendance because it's built on relationships like what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, if you, if you're just streaming your services, like a lot of folks are, you know, doing and one, continue to do that. Don't go and shift all your resources back to in-person and on site now that you are able to have that again. Like, so one on that. Two, again, understand that engagement drives attendance. And so if you're not creating like simple pathways for people to serve on site and online, you're gonna miss it because the the online serving and engagement through um, you know, being a chat host or prayer guide or whatever you want to call it for your church, um, if you're not creating ways for engagement, your church will suffer to get back to what it was pre-COVID in an attendance and engagement, uh, you know, form. So I would say that's the biggest thing as I talk with church leaders um, that are clients and friends, it's going, yeah, every church in America is going, okay, how do we get people to come back to church? How do we get them plugged back into church? And how do we uh, allow them how, how do how do we retrain them on you know generosity and and things like that so I would say that's pretty consistent now for the leader it's it's where you I think this year you have to have more grace for yourself and others than ever before yes sir mm -hmm. because and and this is the thing that I find funny not funny I find interesting at times is Typically, within a few questions of me asking, you know, my individual clients and even some organizations, um, we judge others on their actions, but we judge ourselves on our intentions. Mm. And so, you know, we could say like, they need to, you know, this person needs to be doing this, this and whatever, whether it be relationally, professionally, whatever. I think this year it's going, okay, look. Everybody, now I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to oversimplify this, but when I'm, the clients that I get to talk to, we are grieving this year. And like you said in the beginning, you know, towards the beginning of this, like no matter what blessing or struggle has come, like everybody has had that moment of like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn what we have to understand is some people's that moment for some people is just more extended. And sometimes we think we need to have, we need to have already been over that for ourselves and we're frustrated when we are not over it. And so grace 
is a big thing that going into 21 is going, okay, yeah, like this has been a hard year. Yeah. So give yourself grace for this year. Give yourself grace to learn the lessons needed, to have the perspective challenge, to have the awareness grown, all like that. And then as you, as you shift in, make a decision to go, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to do the one thing that can start to push me forward in this deal. Um, So, you know, for churches to drive engagement, it would be, okay, I'm going to get one role serving online that I would want to, you know, build, whatever. It could be, I just want somebody that logs in and tells everybody hello on the online chat. Mm-hmm. start with start with one thing yeah 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 and the same and the same thing that with individuals that I coach is going okay that's fine you want to do all these things and you're frustrated because all of your habits and your 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 discipline has gone to crap this year and you're you know you somehow found you know 15 pounds of COVID-19 pounds and all of this stuff it's like mm-hmm. just start with the one thing that you can do yeah man is it is it waking up 20 minutes early and and reading you know, personal development or reading your Bible or listening to music or what, like, what's the one thing? Yeah. And that's been the, that's been my encouragement to people is, is how do you create momentum one step at a time? And when we, for churches or ourselves, we have to acknowledge, Yeah. we have to acknowledge that our routines, our systems of behavior, our mindset was all like shattered to some degree this year. Yeah. But luckily, and we don't even have to wait till January 1 because January 1 is not like this magic ball that's like, oh, great, everything's back to normal. We no longer have the use uh, in need of masks and everybody's going to be, you know, shoulder to shoulder again and all the concerts are going to open back up and it's just going to be amazing. We're going to have a full arena and auditorium of people worshiping God. What? Yeah, that's what some people think. And it's like, no, 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 no. You have, you meaning listener, us, you, you have the ability right now, like days before Christmas to say, hey, you know what? I can do one thing. You know what? I can, I can make an effort to evaluate what I don't like is working right now. And, and okay, I think if I do this one thing, this one domino could knock down four others. Yeah. Just start with what you can and build build from there. And that's why a lot of times it's going like, man, people need to, you know, get into a group. Like you said, you man, you're in a couple of Facebook groups. They need, you know, depending on the level that they need, like hiring a coach, getting into a small group of, of like-minded people and whatever, you know, buying a course, buying a book, go asking somebody on Facebook, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. What advice would you have? Like listening to this podcast, gaining perspective on what you can do is all things that of examples that people could do to set themselves up for 2021 to, to not be a repeat of their mindset, their belief in their action. Yeah. 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 When it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Man, that that is, um, man, that, that's too good because I, 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 and I think that, like, I know, like, that's what people need to hear. 
that's what you know there's so much focus on everything else so much focus on covid so much focus on 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 what did i lose what did i not get to do and i didn't get to travel i didn't get to do this but what did you learn what perspective did you get and then how do you the one thing i love and i and and i'll close on this this example and i'm gonna give you an opportunity to let people know how they can get in contact with you man we're gonna pray for people and then we're gonna bring this thing home man but the this whole year i've had this vision uh when i was in basic training we did this drill i was in the army and the drill is called it's it, I, I can't remember the official name but it's basically moving under fire and so there's about four or five different spots basically you zigzag to get to the end and yeah. it's you and a person it's you and a battle buddy and there's somebody at further down that they're shooting blank rounds over your like above you like in the air so they're just constantly wow. shooting constantly shooting and what the and the goal is is you're you're trained to because what most it's kind of where your flight or flight flight or fight kicks in Mm -hmm. and the goal is not to pin be pinned down while you're getting fired on right and so you move from point to point getting closer to the target right the goal is i have to stop whoever is shooting that's the goal right instead of you both moving at the same time one of you moves to point b so if it was me and you we're both at point a i say kyle cover me while i move i move to point b while you lay down fire mm-hmm. i get to point b you say cover me while i move and i cover yeah. you to get to point b and we yeah, keep come moving on. to our target and i feel like that when you talk about all of these things like adapting and assessing and, and, and having great, like, I have to have grace if you pause a little bit over there. You Maybe you're not, you know, I might be gung-ho, like, come on, let's go. We're going to run. Yep. And you're like, okay, okay. I got to be like, I can't be like, Kyle, man, what are you doing? Like, come on. No, I have to be right. like, okay, he's coming. Come on, man, you can do it. There's got to be encouragement. Yep. There's got to be grace. And then when you move, you get there. And I think that's another layer that I would add to the, the grace and everything like we have to be encouragement for each other yep. like that was 100%. my heart that was so my heart for this series is that i'm going to introduce you to people and i'm going to come back on the 30th and do part five of this whole thing and, and we're going to close it out but i wanted to get people to hear people who i know yep. have stories of encouragement this year stories of faith like they're going to ignite your faith they're going to get you to think yeah. but they're going to ignite you too and so man i I appreciate you so much because you dropped so many nuggets and unpacked so much for them. Like it's literally a a gift before Christmas, man. So I I thoroughly appreciate it. (laughs) Awesome. And, um, you know, before we go, man, I'm gonna let you, um, you know, let people know how they can get in contact with you, man. What can they do with social media, email, phone, whatever you want to give out, man. Let me know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, uh, email Kyle at KyleJSullivan.com. Um, website is kylejsullivan.com. Um, and so those would be the easiest ways that you can, you know, get directly in touch with me, but Instagram, Kyle J. Sullivan, and, um, I'm super active on there. So if you think Kyle J. Sullivan, you can, you can find all that you need to, uh, on there. And so 
um, man, I'm super excited for this episode. Yes, sir. Such a good conversation, and I'm uh, I'm glad that I got to be got to be on here. Yes, sir, man. I, I appreciate it, man. And I don't win a whole episode without talking about your Atlanta Braves hat, but that's all right. That's all right. We're gonna get you a coat. <laughs> I, I need to say, I, yeah, I just need to say, like, I I buy MLB hats just as like a fashion thing, not a team thing. So nothing wrong. I have with a it. lot of different hats. Nothing wrong and, with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, people are like, "What is that team?" I'm like, "Oh, which one is it I don't today?" Know. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the blue one. I don't know. <laughs> right, man. But um, like I said, man, I I appreciate everything, man. Appreciate you being on. Appreciate you being open and willing to, to share and just in, encourage people, man. But I I did something that this series and even before this series, it's really been on my heart to really keep incorporating into every episode. And that's prayer, man, because I feel whether, you know, um, whether you're a believer, because I I mean, I have non-Christian listen to this podcast, Christians listen to it, man, everybody needs prayer. I don't care who you are, you know, what you do, how you are, it doesn't matter, man. And and so I'm going to give you the opportunity, man, just to pray for people. Um, the 2020, the 2021, man, whatever you feel led to do, man. And then we'll yeah. bring this thing all home, man. Yeah. Love it. God, thank you so much for, um, one that we get an opportunity to speak to you. Father, I, I never want to, um, I never want to take for granted the opportunity that we through Jesus get an opportunity to talk to you. And so God, as people are listening to this as the close of, of arguably, um, the, the hardest year of, of recent history. Um, God, we know that though we were surprised by a lot this year, you were surprised by none of it. And Father, if we know that you're not surprised, we know that you are leading us. And Father, we know just as the scripture says that, that you work all things together for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. And so, Father, right now, as people are closing out the end of the year, I pray um, specifically for um, perspective, just as we talked about. I pray for um, grace. I pray for um, deeper connection. I know that um, just in my own life of of friends I know and people that I've seen, um, God, I just pray that there's a protection of mental um, health and mindset right now, God, that there's a protection uh, over marriages right now, Father, that there's a protection over businesses and over um, people's um, work and, and health and all of the things. And, and God, that we would use this year um, to not throw away the lessons, but Father, that we would use this year um, to, bre- to build bridges and to um, mend um, personal fences of, of people. And Father, I just I just thank you for what this year will produce. And I know that there is, um, just I'm thinking as people are listening to this, it may be a weird thing to thank you for the year. Um, But Father, I know that there's nothing wasted. You're not surprised by anything and that we can learn from everything. And so Father, I thank you right now for that. And I thank you for um, what we know is the lesson and what we don't even know yet that will be revealed as lessons because of what we've gone through and what we're going through right now. Yes, we love man. you. Amen. 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 Man, thank you again, brother. This has been, Absolutely. like I said, amazing, amazing, amazing. And 
for everybody that's listening, uh, whether you're listening on Monday on the 21st when this launches um, or later on in the week, man, we just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for rolling with us another week. And if we don't get to um, hear, hear it from us, have Merry Christmas in four days. Yes. Um, happy holidays. Everything. Uh, we'll catch you all next week on another episode and week four of Perspectives on Vantage Point. Catch you all next week. Thank you.